0: This is Rockin' Vino, the podcast about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever podcasts are offered. Find the show online at rockinvino.com and on social media at Rockin' Vino.
1: How's it going? I'm Coco.
2: And this is Mike.
1: And uh, we have a really awesome guest today.
2: We do? Yeah. I I had to check my notes twice. It's, we're talking about a concert series? I, a what? A real I, one?
1: I, I mean, how, that you how can is go that, to? How is that possible? I didn't even know that was allowed right now. That's <laughs> some
2: before times stuff.
1: Well, it sounds like uh, just from our, our pre-show prep that this winery is uh, kicking COVID's butt and not taking and taking names.
2: So welcoming yes. back a previous guest, <laughs> and I believe, I believe you hold the guest or hold the record. For the longest edition of Rock and Vino, Sweet. I, I think.
1: Oh, was that the one with uh, with Landon? It was. Oh yeah, that I was. I
2: believe that we clocked it in at almost two hours.
1: No, was it? I, I think so. Wow. I have a lot so. to say. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, we welcome back uh, Jim Morris from Charles Krug Winery, and podcast host we hear now.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
2: Yo. <laughs> we don't see you for a year, and uh, I know. everything and, changes. And, and here I totally screwed up, and I called you Kiki. And it's oh,
1: like, well, just, that's okay. I've, I've been I've been called worse. <laughs> I'll so, go by Kiki, too. Don't co- worry. <laughs> cool. It is great
0: to... It, you guys are, like, blowing up the internet. I, I swear to God, I just, like when I just put in cool podcast and you came right to the top. At the top. Of my search.
1: I, I believe that story. <laughs> <Cool>.
0: <laughs> the interwebs never lies. And now uh, Charles Krug
2: is the entertainment destination of California apparently here. I mean, we've, we've got a lot to cover of, uh, of things you, ha- you guys have coming up here in, in the next few months. So
0: you, you gotta be busy. So ju- just got off the phone with Sir Paul uh, and, and the Beatle reunion seems to be on. Wow! So, no, I, we are. It's like honestly, we. If you had come to Charles Crew any of the seven months that we were open in the previous twelve, mm-hmm. y- you would have had the probably the safest experience you've ever had. It's like we're that's part of our mantra. It's like we're. I. It's like let's follow the guy. Let's follow all the rules and then and then some. Just I want people to feel safe and we have to get trust back yeah. first. So we've been like the ultimate rule following winery and that's really been our it's like I want to keep my employees safe and then customers and you know that's just I don't want to be that winery that's pointed out as you know being the Miami Beach of wineries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: And so it's like so we have been following all the rules and guidelines and all that and just trying to find ways to now move to the next levels and we just can't sit around and wait for the rules to happen. It's like we have to start planning for when the rules do begin to happen.
1: Right, and when when COVID first hit um, about a year ago, um, you guys had just installed, did you guys just install those outdoor um, Yeah, the, cabanias, the cabanas. The cabanas, yeah. That,
0: so that had nothing to do with COVID. We actually got really lucky and planned that in advance. So awesome. I like to say it was some of my brilliant planning strategy. Absolutely. But, but it actually was one of my employees actually brought it forth and said, I think if we did this, and then we, I said, well, let's put a plan together. And so it was an employee, there were several teams of people that did it. and. So, and miraculously, we opened it up just when we came out of COVID the first time in June, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: so very safe, a big outdoor area with five cabanas and and uh you know very socially spread out, and same thing with all our <coughs> outdoor picnic tables and everything. So it's been awesome. super you know super lucky, but it's a great place to taste wine.
1: And do guests make reservations for the cabanas online? Is it is it all reservation only, or do you allow walk-ins?
0: Yeah, so we we don't. So under COVID guidelines, um, that in Napa County, um, it's uh, you have to have reservations, and yeah. we're we're actually probably going to adhere to that. And the, the natural walk-in still happens, but um, you know if we have room, then we'll put them in. But but rules are different now because you know we have. Pretty set times for tastings, and then, you know, the tastings are all socially distanced. There, you know, we even in some cases we were pre pouring wines. We don't do that anymore. Yep. But, mm-hmm. but then we, you know, we but it's we have to maintain distance and maximum of six or three households, and so and and then once the transaction and the tasting is over, it takes about fifteen minutes to then sanitize that space, and you know, and then sanitizing the restrooms every hour and do all these different steps it's like we got to do this and so that's you know we have to adhere to the the tasting the, the kind of the rules of the game so
2: and keeping i know it's changed recently for wineries a little bit as far as meal requirements or things like that it's a yeah, little absolutely. easier to operate now
0: no, <laughs> it, it's, it depends on which guidelines you read, whether it's CDC guidelines, whether it's State of California guidelines, whether it's County Napa, uh, Napa County Health Department <clears throat> guidelines. It's like everybody has their own interpretation of broadly worded laws to begin with. And so we, we follow we strictly follow the Napa County Public Health Department guidelines and what we can and can't do. They take most of their guidance from the state, uh, and then kind of liberally say, "All right, you can do this, this, and this." And there's, you know, certain things. So, but we work with them on things like that, and you know, that's eventually how the whole concert thing came into play. Because, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're a wedding venue. We still can't have weddings because of this three household rule. That's the officiant, the bride, and the groom, mm-hmm. and, and it's just it's nuts. But in the same space, you can have a concert with up to 300 people and be socially distant and within the guidelines, so.
2: As far as the concerts, have you given thought to what that'll look like? Because like you said, a lot of this is planning for something that we think will be allowed to happen we you it's know we don't all... know exactly what concerts are going to look like what do you it's... know what the Charles Krug concert is going
0: to look like uh, yeah so so and just to give your your vast listenership a a quick primer on what we're doing so we uh we've been close friends with the gentleman owns uh, the Blue Note Napa which is a very well-known comedy club in uh he also runs all the shows at the Oxbow Commons in Napa as well, so a series of great shows there. And so his club is in a little tiny; it's the the old Napa Opera uh, House, and it he he won't be able to reopen uh, to any level for months. Mm-hmm. Even under yellow, it's still going to be really limited. It's a small club, but he books big acts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, heck, he had Foo Fighters in his little club there, you know, a couple of years ago after Bottle Rock, and. So he he just has his finger on the pulse of, the you know the music world. So he needed a place to do it. So our CEO Judd uh, Wallenbrock and Ken Tesler, who owns the Blue Note, um, you know, got together one day and came up with a an idea on an unused part of our property to do these socially distanced, spread out concerts. That you know they're little ca- cafe tables for two. Um, That'll be spread out on this lawn area. He's going to build a stage uh, on the north end of our property, and wow. and um, we'll have up to sixty concerts between uh, May twenty second and the middle of October. Starting and, this May. Starting this May. Wow, And awesome. and it started off with I mean some pretty notable names. Now I'm not a big house DJ guy. Uh, the last rave I went to uh, was, ne- <laughs> was never was um, never, but. <laughs> Uh, but there's a. You mean you weren't going to the secret COVID underground raves uh, in the past few months? Yeah, no, I, I, my invitation must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> uh, but no, so there's a D, DJ Poolside is the is the first. It's like his shows sold out immediately. Okay. Um, but then the next weekend it's Los Lobos for two shows and Pick Martini for three for six shows. Awesome. It, all in an area that can seat Three hundred people.
1: So, while being which is distanced. which is
0: twenty percent of what the capacity of the lawn would be. Oh, cool. So that's what this, the county guidelines said that for live music performances, that based on the square footage of the property, that you can have up to twenty percent. So, and it's all you know. We have to actually serve the food. There's table service. We can't. They can They can't congregate at a right. You know, all these rules are—it's like so onerous. So, it, are you
1: having to like uh, bump up your staff to accommodate for that kind of a service?
0: It's—it's uh, it's the honor system, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, show up, drop a couple of bucks in the in the jar, and hopefully we'll cover ourselves. No. Yeah. Uh, no. So actually, Ken, uh, the Blue Note is hiring his whole staff back to right. be able to do this. And oh,
1: fantastic. Yeah,
0: because it's so we're merely the venue, uh, and we're doing our best because. Charles Krug is known kind of as the food, the cultural hub of Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. We we there's a lot of things that we're doing that support you know food, wine, arts, um, and a lot of fine arts and all that. And so this was a perfect fit for what kind of our core ba- values are. So but essentially we're we're becoming the uh, the Blue Note pop up for this year, and if it works, then we might who knows we might do this you know, on and on.
1: That'll be great. I'm I'm looking at the uh the stage setup here and so it looks like you have a few different uh areas if you will. There's a sapphire, a royal blue and a blue.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh is that tickets uh tickets vary by price based on location? Mm. Yes. Awesome. Are there any other specialties that go with those with those N- levels, meet N- and greet the band or anything like no, that? No. Well,
0: so that, that we're it, this is still so new. Yeah. I mean, this is like a week and a half old. Yeah. Um and we're still working out the arrangements cuz you know, I, I in particular am one of those guys. I need green M and M's uh, in my dr- in my oh, dressing room. Oh, you're well, one of those. Okay. There's a lot of arrangements that have to be made, and no, but so a lot of the bands and all that, that's all part of the negotiations that go into this. Again, just being the venue, uh, we have all the spaces set up for meet and greets and things like that. So we're I haven't gotten. That far yet, but I that that is going to be part of the eventual package. Our wine club members actually get um, advanced warning notice of all shows. So we have all my wine club members will have the opportunity to buy two days before they go on sale to the public.
1: Great. Do they get their wine club discount?
0: They do not. Okay, um, yeah, they no, because get, this is a tiny, heads this up. Is 300 people, <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's, these are big acts.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: he's got these, it's like Dave Cause is coming. Uh, Chris is coming. Katie um, Tunstall. Yeah.
1: I see he's coming. That's
0: yeah. cool. So, yeah, so there's, it, it, you know, he's trying, and some of the names that I've heard mentioned you know, behind scenes are all pretty substantial artists.
1: And it looks really cool. You're doing two shows per, per, um, per event, essentially. Yes. Which is cool.
0: So. Yeah, we still have to live within the guidelines that Napa County has. This ten o'clock curfew,
1: right? Which is so. normal for yeah. an event, you know? Yeah. yeah, so
0: that's all part of what goes into this. But he, uh, you know, Ken, Ken's the master of what he's doing, and so it's all it's well planned, well thought out. I bet. Yeah,
1: that's I think very the
2: exciting. I think the two show thing is something you're going to see more often. You can you think of it more in terms of like a comedy show or something like that, where there's two shows in a night but i, I think uh, there's a lot of you know especially given you know seating restrictions and how many people can be in a venue at once i think the the two show you know in a day or in an evening uh model uh, we'll probably see more of it as things start to come back so exciting times
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, these artists are they've been sitting at home for a year they can't travel they can't go anywhere and so they're just ready to play. They're tired of just playing in front of a TV screen, and and it's so even even though this is like they're gonna see six hundred people a night over two shows, they're willing to do these these little shows like this mm-hmm. just as long as they find, follow all the rules and guidelines. That's that's happening.
1: And now, um, are all of the shows currently listed sold out?
0: It, so when I talked to Ken today. Uh, all but the Katie Tunstall show is sold out. Okay. Um, and I think her. And that, the reason that is, is they had we had took it off sale because uh, there was a, a scheduling conflict. So we might have to move it to the the, the day after.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. But
0: uh, it, that one will sell out in all likelihood. Really? I'm sure well. it will. So that's for why sure. it's important to join our wine club and get that access to.
1: Look at that. Yeah, I like that wine wine club plug. That, that shameless pitch. That's
0: charleskrug.com slash join.
1: Yeah.
2: Now, you've built up uh, quite the, the virtual repertoire as well between comedy shows and tastings. And yeah. I think I saw a magic show. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I guess you found success in, uh, in the virtual I, space?
0: We had absolutely no idea what we were doing. It's like, you know, if, if April last year, you know, right after the world blew up, it's like, okay, customers aren't coming here anymore, so we'll have to go to them. And how do we do this? So we, we, And we didn't, nobody knew what Zoom was or any of that. It's just, so all of a sudden we decided within about two weeks of the first closure, we decided to do Facebook live shows and we did like six Facebook live shows which they were a lot of work and they were a lot of fun and you know we had a lot of cool themes but we're going okay we're not selling a single bottle of wine and we're putting a lot of energy into it and and it's like so how do we do this better or, or differently so we then learned about Zoom and the, the the lady that runs all my weddings then became I said you're in charge of virtual tastings now, and we started doing all these really cool events with, you know, uh, we did it with a singles organization. that They can no longer do in-person events, so let's do virtual dating. Hmm. Um, we did a virtual road running race. It was called the Wine Country Challenge. Hmm. And at the end, it, it, what it was was hundreds of people all around the country joined the Wine Country Challenge, and then they would run their three or four miles wherever they lived but then they would get their GPS coordinates of Napa Valley of where they just ran those 3.5 miles so they can actually see a Google Earth view of their run. Wow! And so instead of doing, you know, there was a 120 mile run, so every week we would do virtual cocktail hours or wine hours. We start so we'd start doing all of these wine experiences and it's not just, you know, wine it's like, well, you know, I'm getting hints of blueberry and blackberry, and it's like I just want to gouge my eyes out if I see another one of those. <laughs> it, it's more like it's it's whatever people want to do. It's like let's make it interactive, let's make it fun. It's like so we then added cheese, wine and cheese pairings and wine and chocolate pairings and all local. In fact, I used Valley Ford Creamery, I use mm-hmm. Volo chocolates. I know that they're big fans of. Of Jackson because he's they, they've been on this, <laughs> uh, you know. So, but I try to use local vendors for everything, and
1: and now when people buy into that, do you um, does the winery itself do you package that together and send it all in one?
0: So no, it's two, one transaction, two people ship.
1: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So
0: That's we great. ship the wine, they ship the cheese, the chocolate, Neat. you know, or whatever. Uh-huh. So even though, like, like the comedy magic show that we have coming up this week. Um, this is a this guy his name is his Robert Strong, uh, he's Google's house comedian and magician. He's he, he opens up for TEDx talks all around the world, mm-hmm. and his shows are brilliant. And he actually does it, it, just go Google Robert Strong or look for Robert Strong on YouTube. Um, Did you say he's Google's house magician? Yes, he is. <laughs> that probably pays six figures.
1: Oh, easily. Yeah, I <laughs> think he better be good.
0: He's he's fabulous. So he does. So he's created a magic show that includes um, all of the, or, you know, the bottles of wine that we ship to people, and then so he's doing all of this uh, this magic, to the and he's actually sent tricks out to everybody.
1: Oh, fun! That
0: they'll actually you know, participate in some of the tricks.
1: That is cool. So
0: it's just, we're trying to just do different things. People are, you know, for the rest of the year they're still gonna be, you know, not coming in droves yet, but, and we'll eventually do live music or magic shows at the winery in addition to, and we did the same thing with comedy. You know, our local uh, comedic talent, uh, you know, Lisa Pidge and the Laugh Cellar, you know. So Lisa's been producing comedy shows for the last two and a half years, we just went virtual with them. So we sell two bottles of wine and a comedy ticket, and we're we're is between fifty and one hundred and fifty people a night for our our virtual comedy shows. And every week they just keep getting, or every month they keep getting better.
1: And everybody's it. zooming in per. So do you have like a hundred people on a Zoom at once? Yeah.
0: Cool. It's yeah. We can. We're we're shooting for three hundred. I mean, that's that's our max. Three hundred on that, Zoom. Is that even
1: possible? Our,
0: no, that's our maximum on our Zoom contract. Whoa. So if we can max it out. And and honestly, this keeps the, the it keeps the uh, artists working. It's like these yeah. guys are, they're, everybody's starving, man. They're they're having to go get bagger jobs at Amazon or something like that, and they're just so. They're just trying to find it. So this is their, a way to keep their craft going. And you know, it get, so we're we just we're trying to find new ways to keep the art community going. I'm even discussing having a virtual uh, fashion show. Cool. Um, I know nothing about fashion, as, no. you, as you can tell.
1: That's a very fashionable <laughs> outfit. It's wine country chic.
0: It, it, it pretty much is. Anything khaki and, khaki and plain is <laughs> That's in my wheelhouse. So.
2: Now, can you take these shows, whether it be comedy or magic, or I guess even sort of those virtual tastings to some degree,
0: I mean, can you put those on stage too and sort of utilize that same space? So eventually, yes. I mean, we, we want people back to the winery, but this actually gives us the ability to, it's like, let's let's just bring these comedy shows to people around the country. I mean, not everybody's gonna be here. You can't, you live in Rhode Island, you're not coming here maybe but once every few years. Right. So let's just bring the winery to people.
1: And so this whole stage setup that you guys are setting up with, with the Blue Note uh, mm-hmm. at your winery, is this gonna be a permanent stage that's gonna stay there?
0: So it's not, um, oh. the idea is, um, it is a temporary for the for the four or five months that we'll be doing it, mm-hmm. and um, but if it is something that works, that we'll replicate it next year. Cool.
1: And, Why not, right?
0: Yeah. So especially
1: during those beautiful like summer summer nights, you know, like that'll be amazing. Yeah,
0: and, and even on top of it, even that, if you're familiar with Festival Napa Valley, mm-hmm. which it's like the single biggest fundraiser for. Napa Valley. It's like they raise like 30 million dollars a year. Wow! Um, so it's 11 days of high, really high level arts. It's like they're flying in, you know, philharmonic orchestras from Vienna or from all from Europe. They're bringing in New York opera singers. They're bringing in th- this worldwide talent to do opera, uh, ballet, and uh, symphony uh, classical music and they're building this huge stage on another part of the property, and that we can socially distance upwards of about 800 people on that. So if you're into the classical uh, operatic, ballet, uh, I know, Mike, you're pretty much into slipknot, slam dancing, (laughs) and sweaty 3 a.m. pizza, but. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Will that be, will
2: sweaty 3 a.m. pizza be? Either offered or playing.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's like so. I, but it is one of those things that it's like it's so. It, you know, we're just trying to f- bring life back to Napa Valley. So. so,
2: in terms of the types of people joining, especially the virtual things, I'm, I'm sure it's probably more so people from out of the area who would have traveled to wine country or who have been here before and just are interested in what's so going on
0: all of the above i mean it's just like it's there's different ways to experience virtual tastings that and we're just kind of innovating as we go along i from a year ago i didn't have anybody doing this to now i have two full-time people dedicated to virtual wine experiences that's awesome and it's like and there's they have so much work it's hard to you know keep up mm-hmm. our single biggest Client is a, is a financial services company that used to, they would come to Santa Rosa and they would rent the Hyatt out and, you know, their, uh, their ballroom and they would have financial services, retirement seminars, um, you know. And like, uh, I'm trying to think who's the guy on KSRO that I list to every Saturday religiously. Clark Howard? No, well, uh, not Clark. No, Dave they, Ramsey. Not Dave, mm. Dave. I know him too. Gosh darn! I'm trying Jeez. to give you a plug and I totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so but they, so they would come in and do these financial services seminars in the in the ballroom, you know, charge seventy five bucks, give them free lunch in a in a forty five minute retirement seminar. Well, now they are breaking it down to a, a fifteen minute presentation of financial services virtually. Mm. With wine tasting on the backside, <laughs> and they've actually be, they've closed more business that way with small individual tastings. So we've done upwards of almost a hundred of these tastings That's great. with all of these people. The, the financial services company pays for the wine to be shipped to these customers. It's like we're going to give you a financial services seminar, a couple of bottles of wine, and a nice tasting, and they're, they rave about it. It's like they can't get enough of these. So that's
1: awesome. I mean, it sounds like you guys are doing quite well. You know, with all of the obstacles, you've found some ways to to make it work and and to still continue to be successful. So that's really
0: that's yeah. inspiring. Mean, our, that's great. Our, our mantra was to say, "Innovate or die." I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people sitting on their hands, going, "What the hell do we do now?" But
1: right.
2: Uh, That's actually how we grew this podcast. We we send two bottles of wine and basically do the show for someone. So we're only broadcasting to a couple in Arkansas. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get my gift bag when I came in, Mike. <laughs> it's like, what's up with that? <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> now uh, your own project, I believe it's not. It is. I don't know if it's connected with the winery, but uh, you you also
0: are a podcaster now. I, I have a wacky podcast that. Uh, Friend of mine uh, named Hope Katz Gibbs, who has a, a media company called Incandescent uh, Radio, an incandescent media. That's inc- incandescent with a K. Um, but it's all about uh, uh, women, support, women supporting women and connecting powerful women people in all sorts of fields and, and areas. And she hadn't had anything in the wine side, mm-hmm. and we got to know each other. And she, you know. She asked me to do this podcast with her. She goes, "I want to do something about women in wine," and she goes, "You know, women who make wine." And it's like, no, it's like there's, it's like, we'll do those, but let's do the other people that in, in this very male-dominated industry. It's like there's a lot of women that have done innovative things in journalism, in wine uh, sales, and wine marketing, and opening wine shops and opening wine bars and doing wine tours and. Uh, women sommeliers and you know the journeys that all of these women have gone on has been a little bit more difficult because because of just the nature of sometimes this old school business of you know just the inclusion wasn't always there so so I said there's a lot of cool stories for people that don't get a lot of attention or love so let's just take it beyond just the owners and the winemakers and awesome. so we've had a lot of really interesting, you know, people on it. So where can wi-
1: you find that podcast at
0: Womenwhomakeuswine.com.
1: Oh great! Are you guys on Spotify or Apple or anything? like
0: Uh, that? uh, uh on MySpace. I'm pretty sure. It's <laughs> nice. um, no, is she, uh, you Rundster? know, yeah, Friendster.
1: Throwing it way back. Nice. Uh,
0: um, no, I. God, I should know this because it's but she d- Hope does all of the real cool technical stuff. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, womenwhomakuswine.com. Uh, Who make
1: us wine, W I N E. Correct. Not W H E. Exactly. No, I know. For was, clarification. Honestly, and
0: I was on the point of like, Are you sure you want to go with that? And uh-huh. she goes, Yeah, no, it's tongue in cheek. And so yeah. I like, Okay, I don't want to get any shade thrown my way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, let the trolls come after me, but it's. <laughs> I, I'm sure you get uh, some pretty
2: amazing stories from people who aren't necessarily asked their stories, I guess. And when you say a lot of those kind of different support roles, uh, it's probably kind of a unique take you get on a lot, a lot, eh, on a lot of things.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, there's a, a woman I'm going to interview in a couple of weeks uh, who runs Women for, Women for Wine Scents. Mm-hmm. and it's a great organization mm-hmm. it's like i've been you know done things with them throughout the years and it's just but it, it really was kind of a women's support group for women in the business and just kind of the journey that you know she took in starting this whole thing and and it's, now it's a national organization and you know it's it, it, and just kind of that how that worked um, i'm going to be interviewing a woman who's w- one of the top sales people that i've ever known Male or female in the wine business in this insanely male-dominated world out there of wine buyers, Mm -hmm. and you know how how does a woman succeed in this business? And and she's killed it. She's done a great job of you know just breaking through barriers and just making a name for herself. And and you know she takes no prisoners. It's like if she, you don't get her wine if she doesn't like you, sort of. Level of thing, but even women journalists. It's like there's a woman named Julia Coney that I'm going to have on in a few months. That you know, she's one of the leading African American uh, women journalists that has been out there for a long time and started a website called um, uh, uh, Oh Gosh, uh, I'm just totally blanked on her name. We'll have to insert that later with heavy editing, Mike. Um, Blackwinejobs.com. And it's it's about inclusion and including people of color and into the wine business, not just you know is it's like now it's like let's do a serious push in getting you know people of color in our uh, you know mixed in the you know in this in the wine business. So but, so there's a lot of really fascinating stories out there. You know, women even women influencers, um, and it's like you know the bloggers and the influencers. It, it, that's a tough. That's a tough business, I mean, you know and they ha, everybody has to find their own niche in you know how do they become successful or get attention and you know how do you do that so indeed, indeed, Mike, I know you do a lot of cheesecake, you know uh, the world's
2: leading cheesecake influencer, yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now for uh for people who are getting out of the house. Eventually, you know, going somewhere, want to check out uh, Charles Krug, uh, what do they need to do? and he, how, how far in advance should yeah. they
0: reach out, and uh, what should what they plan for? So weekends fill up pretty quickly, but uh, and we're still, at least for the next few weeks, still closed Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but, hmm. but visit charleskrug.com, that's where you go first, and then slash visit. Um and that and then you can book you know your experience, you know, we're still required to do it by appointment only as things begin to open up, we'll uh, have more you know more opportunities to visit and more ways to do things, and we'll have food and things like that we'll work with Trey posty over in in other oh, great you know in saint Elena, and they they do all of our culinary programs, so we've got their famous trey posty pizzas and even the next five weeks we have, them, they're making warm mozzarella all weekend long. Mm. So for everybody that comes in for a tasting, it's like you, know, you also get to get a plate of uh, fresh mozzarella. I know where I'm going <laughs> It's <weekend. still> warm. <laughs> you have to make your reservation early. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, charleskrug.com slash visit will get your appointment. If you wanna find virtual information about virtual, um, you can also just send me an email J Morris at Seamandavi, or virtual at Seamandavi, dot com. Awesome. And, uh,
2: and if you visit the winery, you'll be their personal chauffeur chauffeur throughout wine country for oh, the weekend.
0: Totally, it's, it's all, all inclusive. Like I, I, it is. It's like I, I'll fluff their pillows at night. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put little chocolates on their pillows and turn down their beds. And that's we're full service at Charles Crew. Trailblazing.
2: <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Now I uh, I believe you have a final duty. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what answers you gave last time. We'll have to compare. Uh
1: Or maybe we're just having too much of a good time last time. Possible. I think I feel like we did though. Um all right. So on a good day when you come home, let's just say you're alone, right? So you don't have to worry about other people, just yourself. Um on a good day when you come home, what do you what music do you put on? What do you put in your glass? What are you drinking? And what are you eating?
0: Wow. It totally depends on the mood I'm in. But let's just say the okay, my mo, most recent thing, I actually turn on Andrea Bocelli. Okay. Uh nice. yes. I know Mike's so surprised. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, he you're just a Rupert Holmes guy. <laughs> you don't even know who Rupert <laughs> Holmes is, but <laughs> No. That's all right. I, I'm sorry, yeah, look, I don't. <laughs> you can look it up later. But no, it, it, he's looking it up now. No, but as I uh, Andre Bocelli, I actually opened up a Charles Krug uh, Cabernet Franc. It's my favorite wine, it's so bloody good. I didn't bring either of you a bottle of wine. I, I know. suck at being a guest, sorry. Gosh. Uh, I'll make that, I'll fix that. But um, yeah, it, it, bottle of Charles Krug Cabernet Franc, which was absolutely delicious. And what was the other? What are you eating? What am I eating? Oh, God, so, like caramel corn.
1: Wow. Ooh, caramel corn. I love
0: caramel corn.
1: I guess so. Wow. And it, does not pair well with Cap Franc? Oh,
0: it's beautiful. I mean, everything. You okay, <laughs> I
1: like it, I like it. That sounds like a, a good meal. For,
0: oh, for old school Santa Rosens that we all know, the, the old caramel corn store in Cottingtown
1: oh. was an
0: institution.
2: What? I
0: think it's back open. No. Or unless it's a different company. There's a
2: Carmel, course, Carmel Corn store open now. In Conningtown? Not in Conningtown. Different uh. location. But Where's it at? Uh, you can't
1: tease them like that and not tell them where it it's It's
2: in that same area. It's sort of uh, like industrial drive-ish, I think. i got to ah. look it up. But There's, just pr- pl- a there's photo probably of it.
0: four people that will listen to this <laughs> podcast that will actually know that reference.
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, I'm guessing you attract the hip crowd, you know. The hippest.
1: The, yeah. Totally, like yeah. The tastemakers, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm.
0: No,
2: I... <laughs> so we mentioned I, last week, we have an inordinate amount of listeners from Spain, and we don't know why that is. So, if you get a bunch of reservations for Spain asking for caramel corn...
0: Sweet. That's, Do, dos vadana, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. So, yeah. eventually, I'll, I will need a hip replacement. I'm not hip enough, so... <laughs> I just had to say that, it was yeah. one of my Is this good thing backdrop. on here? <laughs>
2: well, so much to check out coming up at Charles Krug. Check out the, the concert series, the virtual comedy series, the, yeah. the magic series, the tasting series, the deep conversations
0: with Jim Morris series. <laughs> well, that was one of our series. that we, we, had, we had, It was called Sip with Charles Krug. It will come back next year. <laughs> it, it's a series of interesting people.
1: Cool. Uh, so it was
0: a speaker series. So my, so in fact last year I had, I did have the president of the baseball hall of fame. I had an astronaut, the oldest astronaut and the astronaut had spent the most amount of time in space cool. who was still scheduled to be one, on the next moon trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had booked a friend of mine who's a survivor from Jonestown. Wow. Um. I had, uh, oh gosh, uh, oh the woman who's the f- foremost authority on cheetahs in the world.
1: Neat. I mean, just
0: like, or, like really interesting people.
1: All while drinking wine.
0: All drinking wine See? and just ha- just having conversations. So yeah, that's that'll what be it's all we'll, about. we're gonna we're, we're our my bandwidth is very limited anymore. I'm gonna, <laughs> next year we'll relaunch that. <laughs> I like it. Perfect. You can find more at com or. Call them, call Jim, call
2: Jim personally. Just call yeah. me, my cell phone number. <laughs> Better call Jim. And uh, yeah, go check out. Uh, some, finally, we're, we've got things to do. We, we can start planning your summer.
0: So, on, yeah. on, on all of the popular social medias, it's Charles Krug Winery, at Charles Krug Winery, uh, hashtag Charles Krug. On Twitter, it's Charles Krug Wine. Not enough characters. <laughs> Clubhouse, we're not quite on Clubhouse yet. Oh, jeez! No, I'm not I, that cool. I love Clubhouse.
1: Oh, I, okay.
0: Isn't this basically Clubhouse right here? Except this is we're better all than Clubhouse. sitting at home. It's the 3D version. <laughs> it's Clubhouse is like talking Twitter.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: It's, I feel so behind when I, it comes to Clubhouse.
1: Yeah. I'm not on it.
0: Uh,
2: it's. It's uh, just a bunch of people all in a conference call.
0: No, no, it's it's interesting conversations about any topic in the world, but. No need to interact. You could just sit and listen. Interesting. Um I don't know. It's
1: what a concept.
0: I know. It's I know. It's it, it feels a a niche that really didn't need to be filled, but
1: I'll have to check it out, but then I just don't wanna get stuck into another time. Oh,
0: it is yeah, it's a very deep rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: anyway. cool. excellent. Uh Jim Morris, Charles Crew. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank it's you. It's been great.
0: To see you guys.
1: Yeah, it's been I can't so wait to do to this you. again next week. Whoop, whoop. whoop. <laughs>